Welcome to this rebroadcast of Hope in the Night. We hope the content of this program will bring you biblical hope and practical help. Now here's Hope in the Night with June Hunt. Welcome to Hope in the Night, late night talk radio offering biblical hope and practical help and on the air now for over 25 years. I'm Jeff Oliver here with author and speaker June Hunt. June, many times when you talk to people about uh, change that they want in their life, their motivation is more about shame and uh, rather than the, the grace that God would give them to, to be able to change in their life. So what does a shame-based system look like? You know, it, it hurts my heart that there are people who receive this, yet um, there can be leaders who are not uh, focused on giving grace. Um, instead, the a person could feel shame. So shame-based systems basically send a message that um, you don't measure up. Um, Jeff, in some way, uh, it could be a vague way, uh, you're defective or unworthy. And uh, that with people who are promoting this, um, they typically do not feel well, they're they're more controllers. Um, therefore, if you feel shame, uh, a humiliating sense of disgrace uh, or, or reproach, um, you need to understand that shame differs from guilt. Guilt is a fact that we've all chosen wrong. Uh, all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. And so with guilt, you're, you are genuinely sorry that you've done something wrong. It's what you've done. Shame is it, you are defective. Like, mm -hmm. or, or you're, you're very disappointed in the one that you are talking to. You're, um, it, it's, it's more internal. Um, it's not the fact of being guilty, but emotionally making a person feel shamed. So, Shame-based people, um, they typically work by name-calling, uh, comparing you to someone else. And what I'm saying is the grace-based system mirrors the heart of God, who is full of mercy and love and compassion. God doesn't expect us to perform to some unattainable standard of perfection. He wants us to, to depend on Him and uh, to rest in His finished work that He accomplished on the cross to serve each other, to reflect His love to a hurting world. And I'm saying that because there's not just one way to interact with people. Uh, Shame-based people... Um, Leaders, they require earning acceptance and approval through performance. Whereas grace-filled systems or people, they offer love and acceptance regardless of performance. Um, Shame-based people, uh, they have unspoken rules that they are <laughs> actually kind of these are unknown until they're broken. Mm. Um, 
sometimes they can talk in code, meaning asking for a favor with the expectation that it just won't be be denied. You know, I'm entitled to you always conforming. Um, they create false. I'm gonna. I'm even gonna use the word idols. Um, of, uh, instead of trusting God, um, I think that there can be an expectation of perfectionism. Assigning uh, fault and blame to others is classic. Uh, and and if there's interrogation, um, a person walks away not feeling, oh, I, I can see how I can improve. It's it's not. It's not as it's not hopeful. Uh, there's berating others, viewing. Um, I think expressing motion, emotions would be considered a weakness, and um, they they appear functional, but they're actually dysfunctional. So, what we want, this is what honors the Lord, if we can communicate. If someone comes to a leader, communicate fair rules, consequences, accommodations, uh, and I'm talking about the times you accommodate based on certain exceptions. And there are exceptions, how, uh, like motives. Um, and you speak the truth in love. I love that scripture. <laughs> Speaking the truth in love. That means you're not silent about something that has gone wrong. But you rely on God for provision, protection, and peace. I'd say you aim for excellence, but perfection is not the same as just aiming for excellence. I've yet to meet a perfect person, said another way, um, with the grace-filled system uh, it's accepting and expecting personal responsibility. That's huge. Seeking answers, but not attacks. Not attacking the person who has been wrong or at times doesn't know what to do. Uh, there's understanding emotions are a part of the whole person. And we need to acknowledge what is broken, but let's look at how we can restore those who need restoration. No matter what you're facing, there's hope. Sometimes it's hard to believe that. When we face challenges at home, work, in our family, or maybe a private struggle, it can be hard to see what God is doing. The good news is you're not alone. If you're facing a difficult life issue, we'd love to help. Give us a call at 1-800-NIGHT-17 to talk with June Hunt on the Hope in the Night broadcast. You can talk with June about any issue, whether it's family, marriage, anxiety, anger, abuse, grief, or just the everyday stress of life. June would love to hear your story and work through it together with God's Word. The Bible says there is surely a future hope for you, and your hope will not be cut off. If you'd like to talk with June, give us a call at 1-800-NIGHT-17. That's 1-800-644-4817. Your story might bless someone else's life. 
What does the Bible say about anxiety, abuse, or grief? Does the Bible really say anything about addiction, boundaries, or dealing with difficult people? As June Hunt has often said, there really are biblical solutions to all of life's struggles. We are excited to let you know about the newest and most comprehensive resource from June Hunt and the Ministry of Hope for the Heart, the Care and Counsel Library. Developed over a span of 35 years with the help of pastors, counselors, and ministry leaders, the Care and Counsel Library is a 50-topic, 10-volume set of books which provide clear answers from God's Word on real-life issues. This is a must-have resource for anyone who wants to grow in biblical wisdom. And right now, you can save 25% when you get the whole set. Check out the Care and Counsel Library today at hopefortheheart.org slash ccl. That's hopefortheheart.org slash ccl. Welcome back to Hope in the Night with June Hunt. I'm Jeff Oliver, and we want to help you, and we want to help you help others. That is something we say here, and you may wonder, what what does that mean? Well, we would like to help you by offering some resources and uh, getting you in touch with the right information for uh, for you. If there's maybe one of our keys for living or something on our website we can point you to that would help you in a situation you're dealing with. And then as you are beginning to heal and uh, you have some of those resources in hand, you might be talking to someone else who you care about and you would like to pass along some information to them or, or have them contact us for that. So in that way, you are uh, we are helping you to help others in, uh, in whatever struggle they're in. So that's what we mean by that. And in order to help us do that, we uh, would point you to the customer support team there at 800-488-HOPE. That's Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time, and they can get you the right resources pretty quickly. So we want to recommend one of our keys for living tonight called Sexual Addiction, The Way Out of the Web. And uh, they're able to get that resource to you. Just talk to them about what might help you the most. The number again, 800-488-HOPE. That's 800-488-4673. If there's a situation you might like to talk with June about on a future broadcast of Hope in the Night, we certainly welcome your call at 800-917. And when you call, leave a message for us. We'll get back to you and talk to you about what questions you have and what struggles you might be having to uh, look for a time that we can have you on an upcoming Hope in the Night. We have available in the next few days. So we welcome you. Again, that's 800 night 17 Well, we want to welcome a caller back to the program. And this evening we have back with us, Alan. Well, Alan, I am so glad we're going to be able to talk again. Uh, you, you said something at the beginning of the program just a couple of nights ago. Uh, you said uh, that you started listening to Hope in the Night at age 17, when you were 17. Is that right? Yes. Okay. And then uh, I asked how old you were now, and you said 28. And um, so the, the interesting thing about being 28 is typically you've got, you, you've, you've lived maybe a third or a fourth of your life, but you've got so much more for the future. And uh, we talked about some spiritual warfare issues, but I really wanted to um, 
deal with something that was seemed like was defeating to you and um and you were candid um why, why don't you say one more time about what we're going to talk about um in this uh, area of of sexual addiction but but would you would you describe again why it's important to you that you deal with this what what is what has been going on yeah so it's been on and off you know with uh, specifically pornography and then and also well, but most recently I had a like an encounter, my first you know ever encounter like with a person, you know like uh, mm-hmm. pretty much to be specific like the woman gave me like oral and then afterwards you know just felt a bunch of you know regret <clears throat> and then felt like my you know character got tainted and then just dealing with guilt now you know and mm-hmm. uh, it just really well it's important for me to get rid of this because it affects my relationship with God and and uh, yeah just I feel like it's going to prevent if that's going to prevent me from experiencing God's God's best for me God's best for my life wow yeah you know um, I'll tell you where I would worry is if you had no regret the regret typically comes when God is wanting to come into your life to, or when, when he's wanting you to change in an area for your good, he gives us what I call good guilt. Uh, many people think guilt is all bad. Oh, no, I don't want to have guilt. I've literally prayed, God, don't let me get away with anything. Literally, those words, God, don't let me get away with anything. Because I know what it's like to actually get away with lying. And I remember I didn't understand why I didn't feel guilty. I needed to. By the way, so I'm I'm just saying, for you to say, I have a lot of regret, that's good. It's, I mean, it's good as a motivation. And God doesn't want you living your life filled with regret. Does that part make sense? Yes. Okay. Um, yes, can I add something else, June? Add, something absolutely. I forgot. Sure. Yes, and on, on top of that, you know, just came a lot of concern about soul ties, you know, soul ties. Mm-hmm. You know, I've heard of soul ties. I came across it reading one of your books, too. And so that's a concern, you know. How to, if, if a potential soul tie was passed on because of that, and how to break it. Right. Well, God has... Uh, uh, the good news is this. God is more powerful. The power of God is more powerful than any other power. And so, therefore, you don't have to worry about... <sighs> being so confined that you can't break what many people call a, a soul tie. And so just for you to know that when we talked 
a couple of nights ago and what we're going to be talking about now, um, I'm wanting you to understand some things about a sexual addiction. And the reason is the more you know the truth, the easier it is for you to be free of um, that which would have you in bondage. So a sexual addiction is compulsive. It's a compulsive dependence on erotic excitement. And what happens is, as a result of a pattern, a continual uh, acting out, really craving this erotic excitement, there are detrimental patterns of, of thinking and behaving. In other words, it sets you up to do things that later you go, oh, I hate I'm doing this, because it's enslaving. It's enslaving. It, um, it, it's like you can be in bondage when you don't want to be in bondage. Now, I asked you several questions the other day. Um, I mentioned the three inner needs that we all have for love, significance, and security. And I described how many people uh, can feel a certain way, but they one can be, uh, this one way in particular can be stronger than the others. I said that there, we all have these three inner needs for love, significance, and security. And at times we can feel either unlovable, like if you really knew me, you wouldn't love me, uh, or feel unworthy, you know, you don't feel significant because if you really knew me, you wouldn't value me. Uh, I mentioned the third one. Um, I don't feel secure. I don't, uh, you know, if you really knew me, you would abandon me. And I asked you, did you feel any of these? And you said, specifically, uh, you made the, the statement, and I appreciated your candor about this. Um, you said, I, I feel no one really cares. Um, there's no security when you feel no one cares. Uh, and, and there are reasons why. Um, based on the past, not the present, based on the past that you can feel, you know, if you knew me, you would abandon me. That kind of thinking. So what I, uh, are, are you and I on the same page right now? Yes. Okay. Well, I, I, want, to, I want you to think about... Um, like, if there was faulty thinking, uh, you would want to know if you're having, if your thoughts are false. Well, in the mind of every addict, is there, they, there's a lock at the time, for a period of time, uh, that's based on faulty beliefs. And, and your beliefs are what you think about in regard to your own value, your 
your own uh, relationships. They, they determine your behavior. So if your thinking is faulty, your results, your findings are going to be faulty, and the way you function will be faulty. So I want you to know this. In the book of Romans, Romans chapter 2, the Bible says, I mean, Romans chapter 12, verse 2, it's, the Bible says, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So your, your job right now, Alan, is going to be to change your thinking. To literally okay. decide, I'm, I want to think the way God wants me to think. That means you must reprogram your mind with the right code. You know, have you ever worked with a combination lock and you turn, here's a dial, and maybe the combination is two, eight, four. Well, you have to go to those specific numbers to open the lock. Two, eight, four, two, eight, four. Well, if you've got the wrong code, you're going, it's going to stay locked. But God has told us in Romans 12, 2, that we can be transformed and we are to be transformed by the renewing of the mind. Why is that important? Because Jesus said the truth will set you free. So, I mentioned that there's these three inner needs, right? Yes. For love, significance, and security. Let me tell you, to, to think, well, I'm unlovable, but sex gives me the feeling of being loved. And it may for some people, but this is the truth. You are loved. God loves you. Jesus loved you enough to die on the cross for you. John 3.16 says, God so loved the world, he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. Uh, in fact, uh, you're loved enough that the Heavenly Father adopts you into His family. I, I remember never even knowing about adoption, but the Bible is very clear about that. We are adopted when we come into a relationship with Him. So while sex can always be an expression of love, sex is not love, love is not sex, sex is sex. Love is a commitment that seeks the other person's highest good. Do you ever struggle to believe that God loves you, that He accepts you, forgives you, and sees you as His precious, beloved child? So many people have a distorted picture of God that He is distant, disappointed, or doesn't care about what's going on in our lives. The truth is, God cares about you more than you know. We want to encourage you to check out June Hunt's popular devotional, Seeing Yourself Through God's Eyes. In this 31-day devotional, June Hunt provides compassionate, biblical insight to help you understand and embrace the life-changing identity you have in Christ. Each day provides a biblical truth along with a short reflection and journaling questions to help you see yourself through God's eyes. We give this devotional to every caller on Hope in the Night because it has changed so many lives. 
Get a copy of June Hunt's devotional for yourself or a loved one at junehunt.org. The World Class Hope Together Conference is returning to Allen, Texas this October with leading experts and over 50 ministry training sessions, including crisis and trauma response, lay counseling, marriage and family, mental and emotional health, life coaching, and leadership. Hear from dynamic speakers featuring Nick Vujicic, Taya Kyle, Gary Wilkerson, James Ward, General Bob Dees, Steve Arterburn, Dr. Joshua Straub, Dr. Eric Scalise, and our very own June Hunt. Join a genuine supportive community of like-minded friends and leaders who have answered the call and discover our growing network with year-round support for your ministry needs. Register now at hopetogether.com. That's hopetogether.com. And don't miss the life-changing experience of the Hope Together Conference. Welcome back. I'm Jeff Oliver. You're listening to Hope in the Night with June Hunt. This is a ministry of Hope for the Heart, and we thank you for your prayers and for your support of this ministry. If you have questions about tonight's topic or any number of topics, we have over 100 of what we call Keys for Living that will help you to address your situation. Keys for Living provide biblical hope and practical help on a variety of topics, and one is sure to be related to what you're dealing with in your life. You can talk to our customer support team about that, and they'll recommend some resources for you. Their number is 800-488-HOPE. That's anytime Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central, and they can have that conversation with you, help you access the right resources for you. We are recommending tonight one of our keys for living called Sexual Addiction, The Way Out of the Web. And uh, if that one is uh, good for you, if that is going to be helpful, uh, you might also think about one of the books that June has written. It's called How to Defeat Harmful Habits. And uh, that's available too as you talk to customer support, and they can help you to uh, get that, uh, get your copy of that resource. The number again is 800 488 HOPE. That's 800 488 4673. Also, you might want to check out our website. We have all of our resources there. You'll see a full listing of our keys for living. Uh, let me tell you the website. It's hopefortheheart.org slash store. All the keys for living with, uh, as we said before, over 100 topics like stress, anxiety, abuse, marriage, parenting, so many more topics and new uh, titles being added to that page monthly. So you want to make sure you take a look there and uh, see what might be useful to you and what, what might apply to your situation. Also, you'll find on the website uh, the Lifeline to Hope online training, and that has uh, helped so many church members and uh, volunteer leaders to become biblical caregivers in their church. It's a helpful tool for pastors and churches looking to start or grow a care ministry in their church. Also, you'll find June's other biblical resources there, Bible studies and books. It's all there at hopefortheheart.org slash store. Let's return now to tonight's conversation with Alan. Well, my friend, when you've um, been candid with me about some challenges in your life, uh, what I I appreciate is you've already said, I have a lot of regret. Um, I need to get rid of this. And uh, the off and on with pornography and um, the sexual things that when when... I'm assuming when you're 
saying, I'm concerned about the soul ties that you've heard about. And I'm assuming that you are saying, well, okay, let, let me... Let me let you hear, let me hear what you have heard regarding soul ties. I've heard, well, originally I thought it was only passed through sex through intercourse, but from what I've heard is that when you have intimacy with somebody else, uh, like it's possible that, like the, the person that that woman slept with or her spirits or anything of that sort can be passed on to you. So, like, if she had anger issues or anything like that, that can be passed on to you, and now it's in your spirit, if that makes sense. Yes. And there are warnings in Scripture uh, that uh, we we should take very seriously, but I'm, I'm just wanting you to hear what the Bible is very clear about, and that is in 1 John 4, verse 4, what we see is greater is he, and that's Jesus, he that is in you, than he, the enemy of God, than he is who's in the world. And what you see is the the picture of the role of um, a lot of people think that everything is equal that Satan's power is equal to God's power and uh, it just depends on who's pulling with the greatest strength and all that uh, there is no hint that, they, that there is equal power in regard to activities they can influence us but when you have Christ, they cannot possess us because we are literally bought with a price and that's the price that Jesus paid on the cross, shedding his blood on the cross for us. There's not like a, uh, a person who will be totally, therefore, controlled by the wrong choices of the past. We can be influenced, but the issue is, and and I understand uh, some of the pattern of the past that I haven't literally uh, communicated uh, out loud here on radio, but you you've been you, you you just don't want to be controlled any longer. You don't want to keep living a life of regret and um, what I'm saying to you is there is a decisive victory that you can have and not continue to be influenced in the negative way um, the, the Lord Jesus can break any tie that we have so going back to these Three inner needs for love, significance, and security. Um, when you, at times, uh, it seemed to me that the two that you were leaning more toward, uh, the need for significance or feeling, you know, I, I'm, I'm unworthy, but, but 
sex can make me feel significant. And by the way, that is true. It can, a person can feel significant. But that's not true. It's not true for any solution in life. The truth is you already have God-given worth. God created you. That within itself shows that you are worth creating. Uh, the Bible says, um, it, it's, uh, it's really uh, talking about God. You created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. So, again, God created you, therefore you have worth. And as a Christian, which you've stated you are, you have worth because Christ literally lives in you. In you, the Bible says, it's Christ in you, the hope of glory, Colossians 1.27. And so, therefore, this is the truth. This is the conclusion Sex doesn't give you significance. You are significant because you are a creation, creation who is a new creation in Christ with a new source of power. He is your source of power and significance. Second Peter 1 verse 3 says, His divine power. I love this scripture, my friend. I, uh, it's very clear. His divine power has given us everything we need for a godly life through our knowledge of him. And he, he makes us literally to share. He, he says we are made partakers of his divine nature. So what he does uh, here on earth morally, we can do. We can literally do. His divine nature is given to us based on Second Peter 1, 3, and 4. But this last one is where I thought I heard you say two days ago uh, might be the bigger issue. And, I'm, and you can correct me if I'm wrong. I thought you were saying that more so would be um, that need for security. Well, again, that the, the feeling can be I'm not wanted, but sex can numb the pain of my insecurity. That's why a lot of people get into all kinds of drugs of choice. Um, but the truth is you are wanted. The Lord wants you. The Lord wants to be your shepherd through your life. The Bible says the Lord is my shepherd. Psalm 23, the Lord wants to walk with you through life. One of my favorite passages is Isaiah 43, verse 2. When you pass through the waters, notice the word through. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. When you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. The flames will not set you ablaze. So ultimately... Sex doesn't give you security. Your security is found in a close relationship, a love relationship with the Lord, and this true security can never be taken away from you. Notice I'm saying never be taken away from you. This is my favorite scripture. 
Deuteronomy 31.8, the Lord himself goes before you and will be with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. So, see, a lot of people will engage in repeated sexual behavior thinking, ah, you know, um, sex makes me feel loved. No, that's not, but it, it's, it's false. Um, sex doesn't make you feel significant. You say, well, it does, but it's not lasting because it's not true. It's not based on what God is, says is true about you. So sometimes we just have to correct the code. Uh, so, and the key is not to focus on a negative combination. You know, if you're trying to crack a code, um, it, instead, it, it's not, oh, I'll never do this again. I'll never live, or I won't. I, it, it's like if I say to you, whatever you do right now, Alan, do not think about a red cup. You must not think about a red cup. Do you understand? You must not think about a red cup. What are you thinking about? A red cup. Exactly. So you don't focus on what you don't want to do. You've got to focus on what you want to do and will do. It's a positive combination. So let me tell you the combination. I want you to think about this. I want you to have a new purpose. The new purpose is this. And you can tell me if, you're, if this would be what you would want. I want to reflect the character of Christ through what I see and do. Would that be the desire of your heart? Yes. Okay. See, the old purpose could be I want to have sex because it makes me feel whatever. No, you've got to have a new purpose. A new purpose is I want to reflect the character of Christ through what I see and do. I want you to say that after me. I want to reflect the character of Christ. I want to reflect the character of Christ through what I see and do what I see and do. Right. And by the way, God is going to give you that ability because He says you're predestined to be conformed to Christ. struggling with a difficult life issue? Maybe it's a family problem, a private struggle, or something in your past you've never resolved. The good news is you're not alone. Sometimes we need to talk things through with someone who will listen to our story and help make sense of what we're experiencing. For more than 20 years on Hope in the Night, June Hunt has listened to thousands of personal stories, heartaches and challenges from people like you, and provided compassionate counsel from God's Word. No matter what the issue is, family, marriage, anxiety, abuse, grief, or just the daily stresses of work and life. June would love to talk with you and share help and hope through God's Word. If you'd like to talk with June on Hope in the Night, give us a call at 1-800-917. We'll protect your privacy and sharing your story might bless someone else's life. 
Give us a call today at 1-800-917. That's 1-800-644-4817. If you or a loved one are struggling with a difficult life issue, we want to encourage you to check out the free resources from June Hunt and the ministry of Hope for the Heart. At hopefortheheart.org forward slash free, you'll find over 50 free resources that you can download straight to your phone or computer. Our free PDF resources provide quick answers from God's Word on real-life issues, including anger, abuse, anxiety, family issues, forgiveness, and more. They are absolutely free and easy to access. Many of our listeners have found these to be helpful for overcoming personal challenges, and some have found them to be a useful ministry tool to share with others who need help with a personal struggle like guilt, stress, or worry. Whatever issue you or a loved one are facing, you can find helpful free resources at hopefortheheart.org forward slash free. That's hopefortheheart.org forward slash free. Welcome back. I'm Jeff Oliver, and uh, you're listening to Hope in the Night. We will get back to our caller in just a moment. If you have uh, some questions about tonight's topics, uh, we have Keys for Living, our other resources that might help you to uh, understand what it is that if you have a situation that you're dealing with and you've heard some of our resources that would help you, just talk to customer support and they can get that resource to you. The number is 800-488-HOPE. They'll help you order that and get it off in the mail to you. And Or maybe they would find a resource online that one of our uh, quick reference guides that would be uh, of the many topics that we have in our in our Keys for Living. They're also in quick reference guides that you can download. Those are free and they're right there on the website. The customer support is at 800-488-HOPE. That's Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time, and they'll help you access the right resources. Our keys for living on sexual addiction called The Way Out of the Web as we're dealing with that issue on tonight's program. And uh, that is one of our resources. You can talk to customer support and get that. The number again, 800-488-HOPE. You can also email them at customer support at hopefortheheart.org. That's customer support at hopefortheheart.org. Remember, I want to uh, remind you, if you have uh, something that is going on in your life and you'd like some direction on that, you'd like to know what God's heart is on a particular situation in your life, just talk to June about it on a future broadcast of Hope in the Night. The number is 800-917, and you'll just give us a call and uh, tell us maybe what questions you have, what's on your mind, and we will schedule you for an upcoming Hope in the Night. That's 800-917, and we have availability coming up in the next few days. We'd like to make you a part of the program. Now back to our conversation with Alan. Well, Alan, I'm giving you something called the Freedom Formula. The freedom formula. And what that means is, just imagine, I like to describe it like a target. Like if you, did you ever shoot a gun or a bow and, you know, you have the bow and arrow, and so you're shooting the arrow at a target? Yeah, shot a gun before. Okay. And so when you shoot a gun, typically you're aiming at that, black center it's called the bullseye right yeah okay so i want you to imagine three rings 
the outer ring, middle ring, inner ring of this target, and then the center is the freedom formula. It, you're, that's what you get, but this is the freedom formula. It's having a new purpose. This is the outer ring. A new priority is the middle ring, and the inner ring is a new plan. We've already talked about what the new purpose would be. And it's based on what is God's highest priority for you and me and every person. This would be the ultimate purpose that God would have for all of us. And that is, he says that uh, we are predestined to be conformed to the image of his son. We're predestined to be conformed to the character of Christ. So what this means is, and you'll find this, for those who are authentic Christians, more and more, you're going to sin less and less. That's generally true. You see this. And it's because God predestines, he, it's his plan for you to be conformed to the character of Christ. And that's why your new purpose is, and something you repeated, um, I want to be I want to reflect the character of Christ, or I'll do whatever it takes to reflect the character of Christ. So I want you to say that one more time. I want to reflect the character of Christ. I want to reflect the character of Christ through what I see and do what I see and do. Right. Now let me give you the new, this would be the, that, that's the outer ring of that target. The middle ring of the target is a new priority. It's based on do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So you're going to say, I'll do whatever it takes to line up my whatever. thinking. Mm -hmm. Go on. I'll do whatever it takes. I'll do whatever it takes. To line up my thinking with God's thinking. To line up my thinking with God's thinking. Right. See, if you're thinking as God would have you think, you'll do what God would want you to do. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. And so the inner ring is a new plan. We've talked about a new purpose, a new priority, and now here's a new plan. The Bible actually says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Now, the new plan is, I will rely on Christ's strength, not my strength, to accomplish his plan. So, say that with me. I'll, I will rely on Christ's strength. I will rely on Christ's not my own strength. Not my own strength. To accomplish his plan for me. To accomplish his plan for me. Right. So, let's say you're in a situation and uh, you're an Uber driver, right? Yes. A lot of people need rides. So, let's say here's someone that you pick up who needs a lift, needs to go from 
point A to point B. What happens is it is so easy to sexualize a person. What that means is you see somebody walking on a sidewalk. And if there's some kind of attractiveness, you can literally, and I'm going to be very candid here, there are a lot of men who've told me, they've, they've been very clear, I, I, I can just undress that person. It's not that I'm wanting to, but I'm, I, I just undress her without even knowing her. Are you tracking me now, what I'm saying? Okay, so instead, the plan would be anyone that attracts me, in essence, I'm going to pray for God's best for that person. It'd be, it'd be kind of like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to treat that person like I would in a right way toward a sister. And so I pray that she will be protected and that she will receive God's best. I've, I've talked with men who have done that very thing. They prayed for it, and the person would have no idea. This is just between you and God. But what it does is it you're taking charge of your mind. See, the battle is in the mind. And I have a, a friend from a long time ago. He said, we can live, it's, it's a man who was a motivational speaker, and he said, we can all live with stinking thinking. Well, you don't want to live with stinking thinking. And you don't want to be controlled by things of the past. Or do you? What, what do you want? You don't, Okay. Well, so if you're wanting a new way to think, um, a possibility is to do what many men do. They will see a very attractive woman. They're immediately drawn. And instead of sexualizing her, it's, Lord, and, and it can be, you know, she's somebody's daughter, and I pray that she'll be in your will. I pray that she'll live her life in your will. But it's praying for what is best for her. And it reprograms your thinking over a period of time. What do you think? Yes, that sounds, sounds like something I want to do. Reprogram my mind. Yes. Well, that's... Huge. That's really important. So, one of the things you, and by the way, we're, we're sending you our material on sexual addiction because in there, there's going to be several things that are going to be really helpful. Uh, key points. Um, first is to, to have a boundary in your thinking. Um, what needs to to be off limits. And that means you know certain things and different times when you've exceeded the limit, you've crossed the line. Think of it as this. If 
you're, as an Uber driver, uh, are you allowed to drive on sidewalks? No. That's right. Or you're breaking the law, aren't you? Yeah. But, and all these negative things can happen. You could hit somebody. You could kill somebody. You could crash your vehicle into a building or parking meters. Um, if a policeman is standing off on the side and sees you driving on the sidewalk, there are repercussions. If, if he sees you're willfully doing this, you can be jailed. Um, if you're rebellious and really fighting, you could lose your license, all kinds of negative things. So you know it's not healthy to cross the line that's inappropriate. I'm talking about to drive on sidewalks or to let your mind go where it doesn't need to go or your initial things that you would do to engage someone. In fact, I'll just say it this way. Uh, I know I've had many conversations with men and women and specifically in this area where um, they make a decision. I will not touch anyone in the area covered by their bathing suit. I will not touch anyone in the area covered by their bathing suit. Those are private parts. And the Bible says, The prudent see danger and take refuge, but the simple keep going and pay the penalty. What's good about you is you're saying, I don't want this any longer in my life. You said, I want to get rid of this. I have a lot of regret. Well, you don't want to keep living with a life of regret. You want to be grateful that you've been victorious. That's why we're going to send you our keys on sexual addiction, and, and it'll give you a lot of real practical things to do um, that are going to help you form a new habit. By the way, you rid your home of, you know, throw away all pornography, uh, any erotic paraphernalia, you discard addresses uh, or cards or that, that, that have uh, sexual contacts because you say, no, I'm, I'm clearing the deck. And then you take on a positive habit of discipline to choose things to do when you're tempted. And we have those suggestions for you. You hang on to hope. We will send our keys for living on sexual addiction called The Way Out of the Web. Sending that to tonight's caller, we're able to do that free of charge because of your generous support of this ministry. If you'd like to give to keep those resources going out, you may do so at hopefortheheart.org slash givehope. We thank you for that. You may order resources for yourself at 800-488-HOPE anytime Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time. And our materials and past programs are available at hopefortheheart.org. Also, our program can be found on all major podcast platforms. Until next time, for June Hunt, I'm Jeff Oliver saying you hang on to hope. 
preceding program was pre-recorded.